0: Dost thou know what thou hast thon thee thine rot? Ah, but thee thine though thou they are talking about a classic anime that rhymes. Ha 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 ha! Dost thou seest it? Oh, we're talking about Inuyasha for Anime April. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your new favorite show. My name is Drew, and this is the More You Nerd. And it is not May when we normally talk about anime. This is April, and we are bumping up the anime another notch this year with Anime April as we talk about the classic Inuyasha. But I can't do it alone, gang. I need to, first of all, apologize. You could probably hear his groans as I did the intro sequence. Miles, how are you, man?
1: Recovering. Recovering. (laughs) Um, That was that was rough. Uh, Yes, we are doing Anim April this year. And this is something, as we mentioned last week, that I have been interested in. In doing for a while, because there are a lot of. Uh, I would say purposeful blind spots in my anime viewing, uh, specifically starting with the Toonami era. And I feel like such a a ding dong when I say this, but I just remember just not being interested in the anime that seemed super, super popular at the time.
0: I Um, I, I was never
1: a DBZ guy. And I say this as someone who who we obviously we just did a Cowboy Bebop thing. That's one of the most classic animes in the last 20 years. Um, I have a full metal alchemist symbol tattooed on my forearm. So I I, I obviously I'm not immune to some of these shows, but a large <laughs> portion of the shows that were coming out. I also got that before that show came to America, but that's I'm neither here nor there.
0: All right, um, show off. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but but I, I remember some of these shows getting big and I remember watching either trailers and and Adult Swim was also weird about when they were trying to promote these things. And they often felt like inside jokes that I didn't get because I didn't watch the show. And so it didn't entice me to, to watch them. And I remember this cause I'm a little bit older than, and Drew, so are you than some of our, our listeners, because I know for a lot of people, And this is for people our age, too. This was the era that got people into anime. Yes. You know, Toonami is directly responsible for, I would say, most of the American consumption of anime in the mainstream, uh, or at least the interest in anime.
0: I think without Toonami, you have a huge gap in anime interest in this country, for sure. And Well,
1: at at least for the time, for sure.
0: But but I, but I I honestly think that, Toonami being as influential as it was for the time is part of the reason that you have something like Crunchyroll, that you have something like, like like it's 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 Vogue. hard to say.
1: This is kind of an alternate history argument because I mean, I remember anime being present throughout most of my life. There was always a section at Best Buy even before uh, Toonami came along for adult mm-hmm. animation and. I think it would, it would just it would still call it anime. They actually, just, I think they called it Japanimation. I mean, a lot
0: like, I know Suncoast Video called it Japanimation.
1: Yeah. Uh. Yes, they did. <laughs> um, so I, 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 it's hard. someone, someone I think would have, have broken it if it hadn't been for Tsunami, but Tsunami is what did it. And shows like Inuyasha, uh, Detective Conan, and, there were so many. Oh, well, Lupin wasn't a big one at the time. It was there was another. There's Dragon Ball Z, Inuyasha. There was like I'm trying to think of some like of the really really big ones that seemed inescapable. I mean, because Naruto wasn't quite there yet.
0: Naruto didn't did happen like, until a few years later. So when tsunami started, it started out with you know Thundercats and Sailor Moon, right? And Robotech. Oh. The, that changed my life personally <laughs> but uh yeah but,
1: which is uh, i mean it, it's funny because now you're like you know kind of anti-robotech
0: again though it's it's it i wouldn't i wouldn't understand if i didn't know you know if, right? I, if it absolutely. wasn't for, for for watching what i watched at that time oh, gundam wing that's the one oh yeah i was getting there gundam man wing. i was getting there
1: <laughs> that was the big one i remember coming out of of, of that early era
0: Gundam Wing was was huge. Uh, I, and and in the this sort of shadow of this, you started getting some of the and I'm going to call them the more, you know, stereotypical anime series. And when I say that, it's because the, we're we're talking about shonen styles of 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 content. And shonen are our Japanese manga but also anime that that are aimed at a, a young readership, typically male, uh, and they were, you know, 12 to 18, whatever. And, and they were were really about, you know, being about that a uh, kind of sort of rugged, like snarky character, a lot of this. I know snarky's maybe not the right word, like a I don't uh, like an anti-hero. I don't really know the, you know, it, it the 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 correct thing but but so but but pair that person up with with like a a you know a a strong willed female protagonist and that's kind of where you get a lot of this stuff you know naruto is kind of a shonen comic dragon ball is kind of a shonen comic you know
1: um yeah i mean there there were shows like um i mean obviously naruto became a really big one uh the one i remember uh because I just remember the name. Uh Bo 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 bo. Bo
0: bo 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 bo, bo.
1: Which um, I never
0: saw. I never watched that, never
1: actually. saw the art style did not appeal to me. And that's a lot of times what I was like looking at is I I saw an art style or I saw maybe a trailer for something. And if something just didn't, you know, really grab me, I, I didn't go for it. And and I began to assume. That my personal anime taste and the the taste of what was being offered by really the only place to easily get anime legally uh, at the time uh, was just different. I'm not saying it's better or worse. It's just my taste was different than what was being offered. So I didn't watch a lot of it, even though I never saw most of it. And so what I wanted to do, and and, and Drew was the same way, was wanted to look at some of the shows that we just didn't see and outright missed now obviously we're not going to do gundam because if we're going to do gundam at some point in time it's going to be a whole thing i mean it's, yeah, it's, anyone who's listened to the show for any monogram of time understands the love affair that the morgan nerd has with the gundam franchise
0: it's not a love affair it is a romance it, it, it's it, an
1: illicit back alley love affair <laughs> that only ends in shame
0: <laughs> never how dare um,
1: you! But but there there were there were several titles that I was like, you know what, and and a lot of them are what, what a lot of people consider shonen anime, which is not usually my my preferred style. But I also wanted to finally take the time to legit like take the concept of the show, expand my nerd horizons, and check something out that I just objectively had never seen before.
0: Yeah, and so, so we—that's where we are today.
1: Yeah, so we started off with Inuyasha because for
0: me, that seems for some reason ubiquitous with the Tsunami era to me. Uh, yeah, it was such a huge part of the Tsunami era. And and the show aired for seven seasons. You know, it has uh, <laughs> so many episodes, uh, you know, 100 and something, almost 200 yeah, which episodes. Which isn't
1: a large count, which, you know, it's so funny because I always associate... What? I mean, Some it's of a these large shonen count.
0: shows it's a large count compared to a lot of American shows.
1: Hmm. Batman animated series is eighty five so I mean, that's not more episodes than Batman in the animated series in your yasha it got. ran longer, so I mean it i i like for me, there was a weird and it might even be a misconception for a lot of of these animes that I don't care to. Okay, so it's not a misconception with some of these, Um, but I'm thinking when I think of some of these shows that I just don't really feel like taking the time to like get into. It's shows like um, Bleach or One Piece that have hundreds and hundreds, if not a thousand episodes.
0: I I do believe that One Piece is is a either approaching or has just eclipsed its thousandth episode, and that's not counting movies and things like that that have happened. (laughs)
1: right and just i wild. I just I, I just i just don't have time for that and i mean there's nothing wrong. like our friend tyler is a massive fan of one piece
0: uh tyler that you can hear on the cosmic crit podcast as well as the dead men roll no crits pirate podcast available now dead men roll no crits
1: but for this t- this time period i think of things like yes gundam wing inuyasha fully Cooley which legit is a extremely fun show. Yes.
0: Have, have we covered that on the show? We I should feel like we have. I feel like we did. I don't remember because we cover too much on the show.
1: Well, that I know I, I watched it for the first time several years ago and we talked about it. And I don't know if if that was for the show or not. Um, you and Mike may have done it before I came around.
0: That is entirely possible.
1: I don't know. Um, I'd be yes, happy the, to revisit the, it one day. The, the official the official uh, count right now is one hundred and thirteen episodes of One Piece. I mean, ep- 1013 episodes of One Piece. Um, <laughs> Wild. And I mean, I listen, I've been reading Batman comics forever. over a thousand Batman comics. I get it. It's just there are certain things and, and, and people have heard me talk about I kind of like very finite anime you know, a handful of seasons. I mean, even if it lasts like a regular show, like five seasons, that's fine. Like Inuyasha to me is not an inoffensive amount of stuff to watch, but I love uh, a good 13 episode series or a series that has like two 13 episode seasons. I, I
0: mean, I remember, I remember when anime, when a lot of main anime went from being 50 episode seasons to being 25 episode seasons and being like, oh, look at 25 episodes but the stories that we get with the 25 episode seasons are tighter and typically better than the stories we got with 50 episode seasons. Well, yeah. So- like
1: Fullmetal Alchemist two, tw- uh 25 and 26 episode seasons, um, getting you 51 episodes. And I, that's a p- perfect amount, but I also like uh, a show that we did not watch for the podcast. I thought about it because it is a modern, a modern one I would include among these and a weird oddity that I found myself super into but food wars um somehow got myself into food wars despite the fact that it has many things that I am hyper critical of in anime <laughs> um it is for some reason super super charming to me um five seasons i would have thought that thing r- ran forever cuz i know the manga has um but so inuyasha is the one that i like i said i associate very strongly with that, that specific era of Toonami. I remember always feeling like it was on or at least being advertised if I had Cartoon Network on in the background, especially late at night.
0: Uh, Drew, were you like me? Had you ever seen an episode of Inuyasha? No, I saw ads for Inuyasha all the time. It started Dang. airing in the year 2000, which is, again, around the same time that, that Gundam Wing started airing. Uh, 2002 for us. It was 2002 for us, so so it would have been uh, about a year after Gundam Wing airing. Uh, And you would you you that was you freshman year in
1: college then?
0: Uh, I because you were a year ahead of me. Yeah, I guess August of that point, I would have been in college when that was going on. So so this would have been well post well post Gundam Wing, well post the original Gundam series airing, and then getting full on canceled in the wake of 9/11. Uh, Not because of 9-11, just because 9-11 was an easy way to cancel a show that wasn't doing well. That was about war. (laughs) But uh, but yeah, so so but but being my freshman year in college, this is also when I would kind of tune into some of the stuff that I was into before. But I was also busy and doing stuff and not necessarily tied to the same kind of schedule that you are when you are in. Uh, school and go home after school and turn on a TV channel and watch the thing that is on that thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, because keep in mind, this is mostly at a time where if you didn't watch something at a specific time, you didn't watch that thing. Accurate. Because, yes, you could, uh, if you were Internet savvy, there were places online to download it, which I did. But it was uh, Internet speeds are not what they are now. So it was a little more time consuming to do. And, uh, one show I actually, speaking of, I, I have my, my specific college, uh, sophomore year college memory of anime is I, uh, my, my school day and my work day would typically would, no matter what I was doing, ended around five by the time I got home at around five 25, I would, uh, eat up something to eat like a snack And sit down to decompress and watch Yu-Gi-Oh! GX because it came on at 530, which is almost the exact time I got home every single day during the week. That was your trap card. It was. And I like I've never seen any other Yu-Gi-Oh! show. I've only seen GX. And for whatever reason, that (laughs) stupid uh, Harry Potter meets trading card style thing. I I was in Jane's my boy. It's got a really dumb pop punk theme song. I love it so much.
0: Anyway, to get back to the show that we're actually talking about tonight. Oh, uh, man, we
1: should talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. <laughs> I made a mistake.
0: So Inu- Inuyasha uh, is a a year 2000 ish uh, anime series. At least that's when it started. Uh, of course, it didn't come here until 2002 and ran for many seasons There was also a follow up TV series uh, uh, later on. It just Um, ended, I think. It ended in 2010. So unless there was another one. Unless there was another one that I'm not looking at. Um,
1: The um, no, 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 no. the sequel show.
0: Oh, I'm not. Yeah, uh, because I'm looking at the final. The
1: final act ended in 2010, I think. But the sequel show, I believe, ended this year. Wow.
0: Uh well that's you know yeah. we,
1: uh Princess well, Half-Demon Air for 2 seasons from October 2020 to March 2022.
0: Wow. all right, just ended like last month. Crazy. Yeah. Uh so, but in- Inuyasha is a series about uh Kagome Higurashi who is a a uh, a teenage girl in present-day Japan who uh f- falls into a sealed-off well. At a shrine that her family runs and ends up in the Sengoku period of Japan and gets uh, wound up with a half demon Inuyasha uh, and a bunch of people in the in in this time period that are trying to uh, to to keep the power of the jewel of four souls uh, from letting demons run wild, basically. Uh, cause this is a very powerful jewel. Uh it it uh it's it is also called the uh what is it, the she Shik- the Shikon jewel. Um and uh and that's where the first episode sort of picks up. Uh Kagome falls into the well, she meets a crazy naked centipede lady <laughs> who follows <laughs> who follows her into yeah, well- the Sengoku period and We'll definitely
1: get into all that. Um, I, d- I did want to uh, start off. It's it's like many uh, Japanese anime is based off of a storied manga uh, by uh, Rumiki Takahashi, uh, who is an award winning creator who is, m- well, not mostly known, but created Rama one oh. half, which was an exceptionally popular anime and manga in the late 80s and early 90s. And essentially wanted to create something that she felt was a little less comedic than what she had been doing. She was mostly known for kind of her romantic comedies. And I find that funny because I found this show to to still be like she wanted to do something darker. And I assume this show gets there. But to me, this show starts off fairly light in some ways. But there is this weird darkness about it. It's, it It's totally all over the place, which I did appreciate.
0: Yes. In one scene, there will be like a joke about how Inuyasha is watching Kagome bathe in the river. And then in the next scene, there will be like men from the village that they are that they have been defending, just decapitated and hung up (laughs) in the forest. So I kind of see a little bit. And I wonder if the manga is actually darker than the anime (laughs) lets it be, if that makes any sense.
1: I you know I, I don't know it's 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 hard for me to say because I don't know if if the manga has a, a reputation for being extremely gratuitous and this dude air on Adult Swim so I feel like it probably is is fairly I mean I I I don't know because I haven't read or seen all of this uh, this franchise but. I don't I don't I I can't think of anything that was like super, super hardcore for Cartoon Network unless it was an R rated film or something.
0: I mean, keep in mind, Cartoon Network at this point is something that in the the after the Cartoon Network had Toonami and Toonami would be the like, let's say Gundam Wing on Toonami. And you would have the afternoon cut and then you would have the, quote, uncensored Though, obviously, it's still a, an anime and, you know, whatever. right. Uh, well, but 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 also in, keep in mind. But but in the afternoon, you would have Hero Yui looking at Relina Peacecraft saying, I'll destroy you. And then in the midnight run, he would say, I'll kill you. That's the kind of era that we're dealing with. The, well, for
1: the- sure. But it's also because this did run late night. Keep in mind that they they fully understood the demographic for Toonami and Adult Swim in the, and the late night block was, how do I put this diplomatically? Um, late night college kids.
0: Yeah, that's probably
1: the best way to put it.
0: <laughs> I, I I would say that there there are other shows that aired on Adult Swim that fit more into that category, but... I, th- I Oh think-
1: absolutely. I'm I'm just I'm just speaking. And what's interesting is so when Drew and I were deciding how t- how many episodes, we both kind of had our opinions on how things were going. Drew thought it was like, okay, well, the first three will probably be like a movie, uh, like a lot of American shows did in the 90s. And I kind of thought they would be more standalone. And we were both wrong. Um, this is an exceptionally serialized show. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say soap opera esque, but it's a lot. More of a serialized show than I expected
0: same i, I like i I expected so well we we'll, we should get into some of the episodes here to before we get into like the actual you know content of things, but they they do kind of pick up you know where the the episodes leave off it is it is very much one after the other, and there are some surprising things in the way that this works, mostly because as I said we have kagome who is coming from modern day japan going back to the sengoku period a feudalist a feudal japan period um Mm -hmm. and you really expect that to be the story and that's not necessarily all of it uh that yeah i
1: i found the first two episodes to be uh i mean it was it's it's a very it's it's setting things up but i i did find them tough to get through a little bit uh necessary but I,
0: I do wonder if some of that I watched the dub and I watched a little bit of the sub. Oh just, I watched the dub as well. I watched a little bit of the sub just because I could tell that the subtitle track was different than the dub audio. It, it was closer than I, I anticipated. Um I I I found there to be a little you know like a character that doesn't look like they're talking, saying something that's like, oh, I'm glad I took those swim lessons or whatever. Like, I just, you know, but apparently that's also in the Japanese language cut. So, you know. Well, and, are, and this is
1: also around the time where dubbing was getting better. Accurate. This is around yes. that 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 period where the dubbing was getting better at large. Um, so. Let's let's talk. I I I gotta say, I I don't even know if we should split this off into episodes because everything flows so fluidly. I think we can just talk about like the um the flow of events and and just kind of talk about this show. And so this show aesthetically is in a style that I does not typically grab me. And it's it's prevalent in a lot of shonen shows and, and has a lot of um a lot of showcases of of mid nineties anime aesthetic, spe- specifically in like the design of Kagome. I
0: mean, Kagome is very much like wearing a schoolgirl uniform, but she's yeah, got that, that style. hairstyle
1: from like the, the mid nineties anime, and um, even it's just, there's a lot about it that, and even the even the design of Inuyasha uh I
0: mean, themselves. In- Inuyasha has like the super long, like scraggly hair with dog ears sticking out. <laughs> like uh, uh, you know, it, it it it's a particular era as well, in my opinion, at least.
1: Yeah, no, it absolutely is. And what so one one thing that, that is prevalent in this series is people keep calling Inuyasha a dog or uh, comparing him to a dog. And even the actual uh translation is uh dog yaksha and for me the entire time i'm like
0: he looks like a cat yeah it, which is which is <laughs> funny because it it was seeing that it was like is it. that the joke is that the joke is that no i don't think so because inu, okay i like mean, inu is dog in japanese that's the translation of the word
1: It's just like maybe when maybe it's he's more dog like when he gets his full demon form if that happens. But like the the what I see is he's got these little little cat ears, and he's got these kind of long uh, fingers with these with these long nails, which make me think of like cat claws. (laughs) I I mean, he just he seems more cat like to me than dog like.
0: Well, he is only half demon, so... Right, well, that's what I said. I I wonder if
1: when he becomes full demon, if he looks more dog-like. So, the series opens up uh, prior to the introduction of the modern era, where we see uh, Kagome's ancestor locked in battle with Kikyo. 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 And... Essentially, Inuyasha gets, quote unquote, killed and Kikyo also gets killed. And more or less, we we skip to the the modern times.
0: You know, I, I will also say we see a a a young girl who seems to be Kikyo's sister with a with a bandage over her eye named Kaede, who is tasked with a very important uh, a very important uh, a mission after Kikyo has defeated Inuyasha and he is stuck to a tree. Uh, she gives Kaede a, a, a gem, a jewel that uh, and tells her to bury her with it so that it is removed from the world, basically taken out of taken out of play in the world,
1: which um, and I, I assume uh, what also comes with that responsibility is uh, adapting the ability to talk like a jackass.
0: <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there when we get back to the <laughs> because period. one
1: only one person talks like this in the entire village. No,
0: they all a lot of them talk like that in the village. we just never talk to anybody else in the village. I don't the, know. The entire village talks like that. It's just that you watch more than I did because I I didn't hear that. No, it's it's just that the we only have a few scenes where we see anybody else in the village other than her. The thy thou, though the thy, though thou the thine, though yawn, yawn. Um, it's bad, gang. It's bad. This is bad. It's, it's,
1: it's distracting. And I, I, the thing is, if I was watching this in 2002, it probably would not have bothered me at all. Um, if I was 18 or watching my first like my first proper anime series, I probably wouldn't have thought twice about it. There's a lot of dumb things in anime from that era that i and stuff that i love that i outright ignore i mean we saw plenty of dumb things in bebop and we both consider that an absolute masterpiece sure, and there sure. are some dumb things in that show
0: it does make me wonder if japan has that kind of accent that as non-japanese speakers we just don't know like we don't recognize that 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 well, is and, a and thing.
1: that's that we we've we've not we've known and been told like there, there's reasons why the certain characters have accents the way they do in some animes. Like, oh, this is why this character has this kind of southern accent, because it's, in the, the Japanese, you know, they come from a different uh, area.
0: Yeah, and the, the, the sort of it, Japanese version of the hillbilly character. It's not a hillbilly, obviously, because that's an American concept, but it's close enough that they typically give those characters southern accents when they dub them. And that has become sort of part of it today, but that's not like. But it's 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 just one of the. But that's like a cult, like a stylistic choice to get the the effect across for an American audience. And this, I can't tell whether oh, because I just don't know enough about Japanese language. Is that are they are is the Japanese dialogue different enough to make it sound like the Japanese version of a they thou thee thou yawn? Or is that just because we're supposed to know because they're talking that way that it's you know? Or it could be because you know they've the seen
1: they've seen like old English plays where they talk like that and like oh this is this far ago this is how these people talked so this is how we're going to to localize it. I don't know. It's possible. Um, so as Drew said at the at the the top of this conversation. Uh, we we move to the present where we have a, a little bit of a normal scene between Kagome and her family. It's a kind of a dinner scene. You get to see interactions with everybody. The grandpa is still very much believing in the old ways, but also is using those old ways to sell little tchotchkes and, and keychains, keychains <laughs> and stuff. Um, and eventually she's she's goofing off with her brother and falls into this well because there's a monster in it.
0: You know, Miles, you, you remind me of something in this opening scene. This show starts on her birthday. That's never brought up again that it's her birthday. No,
1: it's not. She, and she doesn't, you know, and, and, and props to Kagome for never being like, but it's my birthday. Yeah. Like during this entire thing, like, I expect some sort of, like Dante Hicks. I'm not even supposed to be here today thing this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, yeah, she wakes up in what she thinks is her her time. And as she climbs out of the well and starts to walk to where her house should be, because she recognizes a certain tree. And then she realizes "Ah, I'm not where I'm supposed to be.
0: I I believe her exact phrase is what is this? (laughs) Japanese medieval times. (laughs) Which is I, I love it,
1: like like she's Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> pitching I- some observational coffee. <laughs> what is this? you know, which I
0: realize now <laughs> that is probably not a restaurant to the or a a reference to the restaurant, but could very well be
1: <laughs> I mean, it might be, so yeah, so for the next two episodes, we kind of have this succession of events where. At first, everyone thinks that Kagome is a spy or then a monster because she's found she sees Inuyasha pierced with an arrow stuck in a tree and and thinks, well, this is odd. And so everyone sees her messing with the body of Inuyasha and thinks, oh, it's a monster. It's it's somehow it's a yokai that's that's, that's somehow trying to get us
0: in the last they have seen 50 years ago, by the way, between the opening of this of this show and 50 years uh, 50 years have passed uh, in the Sengoku period. The last they know of any was that he was trying to steal the Shikon jewel, which was their, you know, big thing. Um,
1: yeah, because if, if he if he is able to utilize the power of the jewel, he can become a full demon
0: yeah the the jewel, and apparently that's
1: something he very much wants
0: the jewel is is if you if a if you possess it it will grant you your heart's desire something you know along those lines that is never outright said what that means because even when demons get it they seem to still be defeatable, so you know
1: <laughs> well I, I i don't think it's i don't think it is an immediate effect because we did see the crow get it and become and start to morph a little bit. But. Yeah, it's still it still it still was able to.
0: Get shot in the heart and splinter the jewel. Well, move, moving, moving on, uh, we, we do. We are reintroduced to. Uh, uh, Madam Centipede, the the. uh the topless centipede demon from the beginning of the episode who is is now attacking gets her hands on the jewel and uh is about to kill kagome before inuyasha convinces kagome to release him from the tree to fight her and uh and so she does so freeing uh freeing uh you know everybody from from the 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 wrath of of this mistress centipede excuse me mistress centipede not madam centipede um and awful name yeah it's bad. awful name it's bad uh but you know whatever what are you going to do i'm sure that we had a cooler japanese name because it you know wasn't just mr centipede uh inuyasha defeats uh defeats uh, mr centipede and as he is about to you know take this gym that he wants uh, Kaede, the old lady who we learn is the younger sister of this character from the beginning that we saw at the beginning, uh, casts a spell to put this necklace on Inuyasha to basically <laughs> make him respond to the phrase sit boy, which <laughs> which is
1: an um, amazing gag that never gets old in this show.
0: <laughs> it is very funny uh, because
1: they know how to use it and they use it so well. And I, I was really impressed with some of the comedic timing of this show because comedy and anime doesn't always land for me because a lot of it is very um, everyone's normal and then someone breaks off into a chibi thing and yells for about two minutes and heck even fullmetal alchemist does that but uh, it's it's something that i've never loved I, A show like fma or or this can get away with it because it's got a certain style a certain charm to it that allows that style what's more jarring is when a show is very realistic through every other aspect except that uh your lie in april is a great example and I find that to be one of the most jarring things in, in anime most often, but the way they utilize the comedy in Yasha, I have to give it up. It's, it's pretty darn charming.
0: <laughs> and that moves us kind of into episode two. Actually the, the, the necklace thing happens at the beginning of episode two, but we are, are taught more about the, about the, the, the gem, uh, the jewel, she jewel, uh, and, and and what it means and that there are plenty of it, it has disappeared for 50 years from the world, but it was inside Kagome and it rips out of her flesh. And she seems totally fine after that happened. You know, magic, I guess.
1: Yeah, there there's the, some of the magic in this is just I mean, magic for the sake of magic, <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, and and also it 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 does when when a and when a demon holds it, the demon is immortal and can heal itself. So I wonder if some of that magic happened when Kagome had it. They never say it out loud. I don't know. Does it really matter? But uh as part of this, we we are then taught that not only is it demons that want this jewel that has been gone for years that can manifest your heart's desire, but certain bad humans want this jewel as well and that's really where episode two comes in um we kind of get a little bit of a combo as we have this sort of uh you know evil three-eyed crow that wants to to get it and and uh kagome just continuing to do the worst possible things decides to run away from the village to to keep things away from the village because she doesn't want demons attacking them and, of course, gets abducted by a group of bad guys, a group of bad humans, and they're gigantic, like, something's wrong with this dude leader. (laughs) Uh, And and, yeah. Well, this is what I'm talking
1: about, where the tone of the show is a little all over the place because you have this kind of, whimsical dark fantasy and i i mean dark in the lightest way until you get
0: here and i i mean
1: i'm a fan of horror i'm a fan of dark stuff and this scene is, feels very much part of a, a what would be a horror anime, and and a lot of the the bad guy scenes from here on out seem much more at home in some sort of horror piece. Yeah, and so I was a little caught off guard when I just thought I was like, "Oh, it's a big dumb bad guy," and it's like, "Oh wait, no, something's wrong with this guy," and you come to find out it's like heart was ripped out by this demonic crow and is being puppeted by this demonic crow. And it's, it's just wild. It's
0: just wild. It's just wild. But. But that's not where this episode ends, which is what's so interesting about this particular episode. So we, we have Inuyasha saving Kagome from the 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 evil humans and the crow that has taken over this gigantic eight foot tall dude. Kagome, for some reason, throws the jewel outside. I don't really know why she's done that. Uh, It's almost like she's like, go fetch. I don't know, whatever. But uh, the crow flies out of this dude, picks it up and swallows it and becomes a gigantic evil crow. And this, Mm -hmm. however, is where we start learning a little bit more about what's going on, because we have been sort of hinted at and told that Kagome is the resurrected form of Kikio, the 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 woman that we see at the beginning of the show, who is the one who shot Inuyasha with an arrow and stuck him to the tree, who was the keeper of this orb who died and the or and the jewel was 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 buried with her to keep it out of out of the hands of other people. And. And and Inuyasha seems to know kikio way more than we are told Um, yes now miles and i have looked this up so we know why this is the case but this is something that i kind of really enjoy about this show is that they really don't tell you everything in the moment they they let it build they let thing they they let mysteries hang around and that is is kind of nice Sorry, I feel like I cut you off. You're about to say something.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I agree. I, it's so weird because I had such conflicting feelings the entire time watching this show because the entire time I'm thinking this is not a show for me. And I mean that with no disrespect. I just mean that this is this is a show that in in Year of our Cthulhu 2022. I. I I'm not connecting with it on the level that I want to when I'm when I'm watching anime. That said, I completely see why this works and why this connects with people because I am actively enjoying a lot of a lot of bits and pieces and especially after the second episode which I will say and I texted Drew as soon as the second episode ended because instead of a cliffhanger, it is just this scene of Kagome in the bathtub going oh, shampoo <laughs> and no, that's, that's at the
0: end of the third episode is it the end of the third episode yeah because because the, the third well we'll get to the third episode oh
1: that's right that's right that's right because the because of the crow that's yeah, right
0: because the end of the second episode so so the thing about Kikio, which is the the ancient person that kagome is uh, supposedly the the resurrection of she was a master archer kagome is not but what Kagomi does realize is that if any pieces of this monster that has been cut to shreds by Inuyasha are still there, when she shoots an arrow, the piece is going to track the rest of the monster, because if it has the gym, it is going to try to reform its body. And as she does this, she ties a, a, a severed crow's foot to an arrow and shoots it at this gigantic crow, which has the, the Shikon jewel unfortunately shattering the shikan jewel with all of these unknowable number of pieces spread across the country and that is really so great the because that is the story of inuyasha
1: (laughs) well no i was like i was like okay so this is how this show lasts is 167 episodes got it
0: exactly I believe in the in the manga, they call it dozens of pieces, but they do not. There's clearly more than dozens. Uh, That is
1: not dozens. (laughs) That is hundreds.
0: And that's really where the episode ends. And it is in the recap in the because that's another thing that these episodes do. It's a very uh, like late 90s, early 2000s thing. There is a long recap at the beginning of a lot of these early episodes. It basically says exactly what happens. The the Shikhan jewel has shattered. And now it's not just one jewel that they have to worry about. It's all of these pieces of this jewel, which is the 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 sort of uh, uh, story arc that we're headed into. And that's where this show I wasn't on board. I'm kind of like Miles. I was not on board with episodes one and two of this show. But then episode three comes along. And it bucks my expectations in a way that I did not expect. Um, yeah, this and it's weird because it
1: reminded me of stuff that I would watch in the late 90s that I did enjoy. Kind of I got vibes of obviously some, I don't want not say Sailor Moon, but stuff like that. Uh, Vampire Princess Me was when I was watching at the time. And I found the sa- the third and fourth episodes really enjoyable to watch i still had the same disconnect uh in general but i found everything about those episodes really worked for me i I also think because you know because i felt like uh yura who is the the main villain of these two episodes kind of felt like a if it was a live action thing would actively be a, a, a horror movie villain
0: Yes. So so these two episodes are kind of. Again, we we picked four episodes a little bit at random, but I'm glad we did, because I feel like we got a a full story out of these two. These two two episode arcs. Yeah. So so in this episode, we have a, a lot of things going on. We have Kagome, who is. Reeling from the the mistress centipede fight and the 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 fight with the 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 crow where she has d- dived into the water to save a kid we didn't talk about that last episode and and it's sort of the 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 it has sort of gone around the village that that she is staying in that she's the resurrection of Kikio she's the resurrection of mistress Kikio lady Kikio lady Kikio and she doesn't really feel like that she feels completely out of her element in in what's going on meanwhile we are introduced to Yura of the hair, which is a very interesting name for a a villain. Um, She looks she is a a demon, a yokai, but she looks like a, a like just a regular human being. But her whole deal is that she controls. These string, these strands of hair that kind of make her a puppet master. That she takes over people and and controls them and takes over their their bodies and does things, but can also like or cut somebody in half or cut a tree yeah. in half and and all sorts of just wild stuff. Um, and and they are they have a very hard time dealing with her because oddly uh, Kagome is the only one that can actually see the hair that is being controlled inuyasha can't see it so he has a hard time fighting against uh, against yura um, but this is where this show does something that i 100 percent did not expect miles i can't believe they did it what Ep- episode three of this show where the main character has been thrown back in time hundreds of years into the past she just goes back into the well and goes back home for a little bit, takes a bath, hangs out with her family. It's a whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> that like I would have thought that would be like an episode 20, like, oh, I'm finally back home. No, it's episode three that they pull this.
1: I I actively was surprised by that, too, as was I equally
0: surprised that Inuyasha just shows up
1: <laughs> at dinner time. <laughs>
0: Oh, and, and and the the family is struggling whether or not to believe the story that she's telling, and then Inuyasha just walks in the door and just like, oh, and of course mom mom needs to feel Inuyasha's ears because that's, I think that's a Japanese thing. I see that from time to time in Japanese content, feeling ears. I don't know, it's a, it's a thing. Um, but yeah, but they determine, uh, and this this gets into into the, the fourth episode that we watch that Yura has extended her strands of hair through this well and is actually attacking in the present day as well as in the past. And that is where Kagome and Inuyasha decide they need to travel back in back through the well to to Inuyasha's time to defeat Yura and what is one of the more exciting, like dangerous, bloody fights of the the entire show that we've seen so far uh, and, and ending up with Kagome using an arrow to shatter a red skull, which is pretty baller, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I. I liked everything about this
1: specific episode. I think that. I thought Yuna was um You're a-, a really fun villain who yeah she she obviously was a bad guy for being a bad guy but seemed to really delight in being a monster. She and had and that's she, always fun.
0: She had a really fun uh, really fun uh, turn of phrase where it's like oh and uh, oh and I am very cross now. <laughs> it's like yeah I cross. she
1: she it, it it felt very much like A little girl playing with things
0: Uh, especially considering that her whole her whole like deal is a comb that controls hair you know yeah
1: i i actively enjoyed the crap out of all of this and 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 this 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 is i was talking about this with drew before um before we started recording, uh, th- this show is uh, I used the phrase low key, and then Drew was like, It's not low key anything. Uh, this show is extremely horny, <laughs> yes, <laughs> like yes, from is. the m- multiple times we see uh, Kagome bathing, uh, to like you know ending in a, a quote unquote cliffhanger with her just hanging out in the bathtub and talking about how great shampoo is, um, to the design and camera placement of many shots of Yura. Um, yeah, <laughs> this, 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 show is, 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 uh, certainly a fan of a certain gaze. <laughs> yeah. And, This episode also has a lot of where the fun of the show starts to begin. You have in three and four Inuyasha beginning to develop a little bit more of a personality than just being the brat. You know, he's still being that brat, but he like he saves the old woman and like buries her. But it, buries her to kind of protect her from what's going on because Yura is seemingly everywhere, and he well, can't see the hair strands.
0: Well, not not just that, and, but like Kaede, we don't know that she's alive at a certain moment that he oh starts no, they make it
1: Pretty clear that she's alive. It's just that Inuyasha doesn't know that.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's pretty funny. But that but that's another thing that, and that, they make
1: some great jokes afterwards. And like, where she, her hand even pops up and says, "Don't forget me." And but well, so, but it's this this very goes, funny.
0: This goes. back. and i want to dip back into episode three where you know again after kagome takes a bath she is not in her schoolgirl uniform anymore she is now in these these robes that uh that kikyo was known for wearing and inuyasha is upset that she is in those robes and we don't really know why we just know that inuyasha is uncomfortable to see this this person that looks exactly like Kikyo wearing clothes exactly like Kikyo. And he demands that she change back into her regular clothes. Um, and, and that that goes along in episode four, when when he is seemingly worried, although kind of is like, I'm not really worried, which of course means that he is actually worried about Kaede, who we know is Kikio's younger sister, even though she's an old lady now. Uh, Which which to me implies more story about their past that we don't know yet. And I like that. They're not saying it out loud. They're showing, not telling. And I appreciate that very much.
1: Yes. And and again, this is I can see why the show became the show it did, because it does so many things right. And especially. If if. So the, uh, at the open, I, I called the show, I, I may have buttoned it up, but I called this show a little bit of a soap opera. And I did not mean that in any sort of bad way. I meant it was a soap opera in the same way that Dark Shadows is a soap opera where it's uh, it's it's continuous. You know, you don't restart after the next episode or b- before the next episode. Everything is a serialized story that has a specific or at least a certain continuity that is being followed. And honestly, I find that pretty impressive because even shows that have like an ongoing story arc tend to have individualized episodes, whereas here I felt like I watched, you know. An hour and a half of a story, yeah, a serialized story, and if I were to pick up, I would just get more of that story and I. I'm sure there are some arcs. I mean, even this one kind of has a point where it's there's kind of an end to it. Like It ends kind of neatly, but also, you know, the next episode is just going to pick back up where it's from. And I really admire that.
0: Yeah, I I, I started this not being super into the show, but by the end of episode four, I was like, OK, OK, i I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of interested. I then went and read Wikipedia pages about where this story goes and all sorts of things. Just, you know, spoil myself because I don't have the time to watch a 190 episode anime series. Yeah. And uh, and, and there's like there are characters. Obviously, we I know that there are characters that are in the opening sequence that we have not seen in the show yet. And that's fine because there are 20 other episodes in this opening season that 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 we haven't watched. And I'm. I'm, miles i'm kind of into it i i'm i would not be sad to continue watching this show
1: i certainly wouldn't be upset i mean we got uh some emails of of people who talked about how this was one of the shows that got them into anime and i can clearly see that this is this is the era that we're talking about and if i like i said if if it was 2002 and i popped on an episode even though its aesthetic is is certainly not my thing and like i said it, i th- I, at this point in time, I just don't connect with it. I certainly see the appeal. I certainly get why this attracted a worldwide phenomenon because I, I did feel like for a while, like I, I wish I was a fan in the, in the 2000s because uh, whenever I'm a fan of something, I want to buy stuff, shirts, posters, figures. And unfortunately, uh, sometimes the stuff I like is, is it's not that it's not popular. I mean, FMA was massively popular, but there's some things that I, I'm, a big fan of like science and the team gotcha man. That just doesn't seem to get a lot of merch. So I'm always actively excited when I like something that is extremely popular because it means getting stuff is easier. And like, I can go to the old Navy down the street from me and buy a shirt from the Batman. I'm happy. I love that movie because I can do that. (laughs) And I I wish, you know, in the, in the mid 2000s I was a massive Inuyasha fan because that stuff was everywhere. Every comic shop, a hot topic, any sort of nerd novelty shop had tons
0: of Inuyasha stuff. Yeah, that was a weird way to end that sentence. I thought you were gonna keep going. Well, no, I
1: was keeping going. I was just saying that I, um, I was wondering when you were gonna pick up. On that I was wanting you to say something, um. No, it's, it's just, it's interesting because I really, there are some shows that I don't get why they're popular. I I, I legit just do not get the appeal of Dragon Ball Z. I just never have. I, I, like, and I like Akira Toriyama's art style. Inuyasha, I get why it's popular. I get why it attracted people. I get why it was engaging with people because there is some actively good stuff here. And I think there's some really clever storytelling that isn't done in a lot of mainstream shows like this.
0: I agree. And, and that's something that I, I think that Shonen shows have gotten better about stuff like this. Again, I feel like this was kind of a watershed moment where, you know, mm-hmm. like, We talk about like people Naruto run. It's an Inuyasha run that that, Inuyasha was doing that run before Naruto was a was a, 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 a twinkle in somebody's imagination. I mean, to be fair, I mean it's a, ninja, uh, it's a just general ninja run. I know we can we can move. Yeah, on.
1: well, that and like I think the 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 manga for um, Naruto was like what ninety eight something like that. So like it it wasn't too too long afterwards. <laughs> so <laughs> um, which that I think that was on the docket of of for me because I've never seen an episode of Naruto, and but Drew had and we I wanted us to both do stuff that neither of us had seen for this month. Um. Because, yeah, I, I, I I'm not as a blank slate for me. <laughs> it's another blind spot.
0: <laughs> well, we might cover that later on. But Miles, as we wrap up our conversation about Inuyasha, we do need to switch our focus to the next topic in NM April. Oh, man, this is going to be a big one, dude. I I don't know that. Either of us are prepared for what we are about to cover.
1: I don't know if either of us are prepared. I don't know if we chose the right challenge for this. I feel like this probably needed to be a bigger project. But after the Cowboy Bebop, I can't do another deep dive.
0: Yeah, d- deep dives are going to take a little bit of a of a pause just because we we're we're out uh, we're of touch and out of time. Um, I I don't think I knew this about about the what we're about to cover. Um. In in the late 1980s, a manga happened uh, about a a particular family of people, um, the Joestar family. And in 2012, decades later, they began to adapt that manga and the new volumes of that manga into an animated series. That's right. Miles and I are going to cover the first four episodes of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, I I know this show by reputation. It has a
1: an aesthetic style that, uh, again, I do not really enjoy, which is why I didn't watch it. It's a very specific style for a very specific time period um, that has never been my favorite. But this is a show that has garnered a massive fan base. Some of my friends have been really into this show in fact, I'm pretty sure back when we did challenges, we had several challenges to do the show. We just didn't have a means of easily watching yeah, this it, for it's, all it's, four of us.
0: Yeah. I believe it's all on Netflix now, so you can find yeah, all it's of it on Netflix, on but Netflix. I feel
1: like we've had challenges to do Jojo for a while. Um, I know we just stumbled through, um, uh, Inuyasha, but it's, it's been a weird week y'all. It's been a weird year for the two of us so far. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it,
0: interestingly enough, I remember uh, like the first, uh, the first Jojo content I can remember is I can't remember if it's a PS1 or PS2 video game. And I believe it was just called Jojo's Bazaar Venture, not Adventure, but Venture, though they may have changed that name over time. Um, it was a fighting game that I believe they are remaking <laughs> right now. Um, but yeah, I, I this show has a style that I both actively dislike, but also hugely respect for sticking to like it is its own thing and man i am oddly very interested in this show um there there yeah
1: the, the, it, it's it's so interesting because <sighs> there there is a brand of bs that this show seems to uh perpetuate that i am all in on and uh, so I'm I'm interested in looking past the style and trying this show out because I I have so many friends that have gotten obsessed with this.
0: Yeah, it's it's and, all. I mean, I I I am familiar with JoJo memes, having never seen the show, and I'm hoping to get some context for some JoJo memes. I don't know if they'll be in the first four episodes, but that's what we're gonna do next week the first four episodes of the first arc of jojo's bizarre adventure the phantom blood phantom blood being the um i i, I have heard it is wild uh but we will see so that is where we're going to end this episode tonight if you would like to reach out to us you can find us at the you can tweet to us at the more you nerd and go to facebook.com slash the more nerd and of course you can email us the nerd at gmail.com that's the more you nerd at gmail.com in the meantime Miles let's check well, out the
1: show as you always do with a rousing
0: nerd out, out.